everybody. I'm Johnny Torres, and this is another episode of Osprey Observer TV. With me, as always, Editor-in-Chief of the Osprey Observer, Marie Gilmore. Hi, Marie. Hi, everybody. You've lined up an amazing interview, and I'm not underselling that or overselling that at all. We're talking to a couple that has quite literally achieved the dream that many only talk of, and that is uh, to just travel the country. And, uh, and best part of all, at no debt. Uh, afterwards and uh, it's it's a remarkable story and uh, a local one uh, so Marie's got that interview now hi everybody I'm really excited about today's guest we actually have a young couple I've gotten to know over the last couple of years and we've done some stories on their lifestyle basically they're Newsom high grads who went off to college graduated debt-free and when they started their careers kind of realized there might be a better lifestyle out there for them so they've actually created a brand called Trip of a Lifestyle. So Stephen and Lauren Keyes, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Good to be here. Good to be here. So tell us, what is a Trip of a Lifestyle? What What is your brand that you guys are creating and what makes you so unusual for young people that you're doing that's different than everybody else? Um, well, basically we just promote the idea of financial independence and that you can kind of um, reach a really good financial place at a young age and kind of spend your time doing what you want to do instead of what you feel like you have to do. So we encourage people to, you know, achieve like a high rate of savings, um, invest their money, and especially at a young age, and then you can do really fun stuff if you do all that. So uh, over the last like eight years or so, we've been able to, you know, since like college graduation, we've been able to take a lot of time off work. Um, and travel a lot and do stuff that we find is, you know, fun and enjoyable and, and get away from like the grind and stuff. And now at this point, we're 29 and 30. And, um, you know, we're kind of we call ourselves, I guess, semi retired at this point, um, where, you know, kind of, we could sort of live off of to some extent, the returns from our investments, and maybe just work a little bit part time to supplement that work because you want to work not because you have to work right exactly and actually you guys came up on my radar because i first started sort of reading about you and following your blog when you took a seven month honeymoon vacation to hawaii and then ended up coming back and it didn't cost you anything right tell me about that yeah, so basically, like, our philosophy on travel, I guess, and on a lot of things, but travel especially, um, is that it doesn't have to cost a lot of money, right? Like, you don't have to do things the traditional way, the way that you see everybody else do them. So, you know, when we got married, we were thinking of, like, okay, what are we going to do for a honeymoon? What's that going to look like for us? And, you know, we thought about the traditional honeymoon path where you take, like, a week or maybe two if you're lucky and... You go somewhere expensive and you say, you know what, money is no object because this is my honeymoon. And, you know, maybe it'll cost a couple thousand dollars, maybe it'll cost $5,000, something like that. But for us at the time, our annual living expenses for the two of us combined were somewhere in the vicinity of $20,000 a year. Um, so for us to think of spending two to $5,000 on a vacation for a week or two, it was unthinkable. It was like, We've worked so hard to keep our expenses so low and keep our savings rate so high and save this money that it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you, why would you blow it on something like that? So, you know, we thought there's got to be like a better way to maybe do a vacation like that. So 
we kind of thought it through and we thought, well, we've never been to Hawaii. That sounds fun. Uh, it's not exactly cheap to go to Hawaii, but uh, we've figured out a way to make it work. So our plan was instead of just flying off there and staying for a week or two and spending, you know, thousands of dollars on plane tickets that only buys you a week of time there. What if instead we moved there, you know, quit our jobs and, and just said, hey, we live in Hawaii now and just live there for a while. And the purpose of that is living more like a local like renting uh, an apartment instead of paying for hotels every single night, buying a really cheap used car while you're there instead of paying a car rental every single day that you're there, and like buying used bikes off of Craigslist instead of, you know, um, renting, them. renting them again once a day, stuff like that. So you turn these vacation fees that people are usually willing to pay any price for, you know, and you just say, well, I can do all that same stuff for the same price I do it at home if I just choose to live there like a normal lifestyle, right? So that's kind of our, our philosophy on travel is to do like a long-term travel because it costs much less per unit time. You get more value out of every dollar per day, right? Right. So really when you good. guys decided to go on this uh, adventure, um, and, and you, of course you just mentioned Hawaii and the honeymoon, was that at the top of your list? Or once you kind of figured out, hey, this could actually work for us as a lifestyle, you know, what was number one at the top of that list for you guys? For travel? Yeah, for travel or activities. What was kind of like a, your, your top bucket list item? Uh, well, I, I think, um, honestly, we didn't like have a specific list of stuff. And, and actually, it's kind of funny because Hawaii just like came out of the blue. We were like... Pretty random. <laughs> like, hey, uh, what do you think about Hawaii? We've never been there. All right, sounds good. Like, it was pretty much that simple. But uh, we definitely got inspiration from a road trip that we took right after college graduation um, in 2012. So we actually took a 45-day road trip back then in a little Honda Civic. Uh, and we slept in the back of the Honda Civic for like two weeks on that trip. And, uh, but anyway, we drove all the way from Florida to Alaska and back um, over a 45-day wow. period. And so along the way there, like we just kind of got addicted to this feeling of like freedom and being, doing whatever you want every day. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, being out there. And, and we also got the chance to see like a couple national parks along the way, which were like really, really impressive and amazing. And just driving across the country and realizing like, whoa, there's so many different landscapes. and There's so many different things to see just in our own country. And so that's been, been part of our, our travel adventure too, is we've mostly stayed in the United States so far. Again, because you get more value out of every dollar because you don't have to fly somewhere with the exception of Hawaii, right? Doing road trips is pretty cheap. So that's one of our favorite ways to travel. Not that we would never travel internationally, but it's a <laughs> lot cheaper to do road trips. And to your point, um, you know, once we come, came back from Hawaii, we did go back to work, back to the um, savings grind. And um, after we were getting a little burned out on that, we did start thinking about some bucket list items. And that's how we came up with our national parks trip. Last year, we went to every national park in the country. Wow. Wow. That's and I, wanna, I do want to hear a couple of details about that because that's something that people usually work their whole lives to do, right? I'm going to go to every national park. I'm going to do one park per year, maybe make it part of my life, my vacations, but I'm going to strive to do this in 20 years. But you guys did it in a span of a few months. And again, you made it a lifestyle choice and sort of stopped everything and made it your mission. But I want to hear you describe this trip because you didn't just do the national parks that are domestic, right? 
right. you did every single national park. And I don't even think I knew there was some of them over that you had to fly to. So tell me a little bit about that trip. Yeah. So as I, as I mentioned before, you know, we, we got back to work right after Hawaii. Um, we were really excited, reinvigorated to like, let's do this. We can crush our, our financial goals. Um, if we just, you know, keep our, our nose to the grindstone. And so after a few more years of that, of course we were like, all right, what if we did something like Hawaii again? <laughs> what if we took another little sabbatical six, seven months? What could we, what could we do in that time? Um, and you know, we looked back to our graduation road trip that Stephen mentioned we're like, you know, road trips might be a better way to cover a lot of ground. We had been to some national parks. Um, when we were in Hawaii, there's a national park there. It was amazing. Um, and we were like, why don't, how, how many are there? Um, you know, could we, could we road trip to all of them? Is that a thing? Um, and then, you know, as we were planning, um, it, it made sense. And we started mapping it a little bit. And we were like, you know, there's at the time, there were 59. They started adding more while we were on the road. We literally ended up going to 62 national parks, even though we had originally planned for 59. Um, but in the planning stages, we were like, you know, over a six, seven month period, maybe eight months, um, you know, we could probably do this. And then we started looking at how to keep it cost effective. And that's how we decided to live out of a van. Um, so we got a really um, uh, cheap used uh, Nissan cargo van. Um, really compact, like just big enough in the back for Steven to lay lengthwise. We built a little platform through a bed on top um, and hit the road. Basically, it got really good gas mileage, which was huge for us. We drove all across the country to Alaska and back um, again. Um, but there were a lot of parks that are far flung, um, particularly in Alaska. There's eight parks. Only three of them are on the road system. So you have to take these little planes. That's just like us and the pilot um, into these remote parklands. Um, there's also a park in American Samoa, which is just as far of California to Hawaii, but then double that again um, in, the, in the middle of the Pacific. It's closer to like Australia than us. Um, and then, of course, the parks in Hawaii and the Virgin Islands. So we did do a lot of flying, but the majority of our trip was in the van and therefore really cost effective. Most of our really big expenses were those flights and the hotels on those islands. Well, and you're still so young. So <laughs> you must have, what's next for you guys? I mean, you're back here, right? You're back in Florida right now. You're, you're living this great sort of semi-retired work when you want lifestyle. So what are you now planning for? What's the next trip for you? We definitely want to do more travel. Um, but, you know, obviously with, COVID-19 and stuff. That's tough. Um, so we're just kind of taking like short day trips and stuff around Florida, going to the beach and stuff like that and working on our blog and trying to really encourage other people to kind of make some of the same choices if that's what suits them and uh, show people, you know, how, how do you invest money or how do you, you know, save more than half your income or, you know, all that stuff and, and just try to encourage other people, especially young people, have a lot to gain from really focusing on their finances and just show people what's possible and try to help people do it. Well, you guys are very mature, obviously have solid heads on your shoulders. You're on such a great path without starting out your life in debt and then deepening that debt as you get cars and house. And, and usually that's what ties people down, right? Is a mortgage and car payments. And so they're sort of tied to their position of job career because they have all these bills to pay. So you guys are living the dream, I think. 
you're doing such a great job and I'm so proud of both of you and excited and sort of inspired by you. So mm -hmm. I kind of, you know, I'm starting to make some motions to learn how to live that kind of a lifestyle and not be so tied down. Although I have the greatest job in the world because I get to do things like this and talk to people like you every day. So really it's not a difficult job, but I do want to have that freedom to do the national parks tour. I'm not sure I can make it all the way to some American Samoa, but <laughs> the eight national parks in Alaska, I actually didn't even know there was eight of them. And so that's an inspiration right there because I do love Alaska. I've been there one time and now it gives me a great reason to get back there. So you guys are doing an awesome job. If Pete, we'll make sure and put your website, Trip of a Lifestyle, on the bottom when we edit this video all together. And I'm sure there's even more information and more inspiration people can find by following you on social media and reading your blog because I really enjoy reading about your trip. So keep it up. I'm gonna follow you guys for a long, long time. Thank Thanks. you, you too. You too. Thank you again to Stephen and Lauren Keyes, and uh, we will definitely be following more of their adventures as they have the trip of a lifestyle. Uh, Marie, uh, meanwhile, what's happening over at the Osprey Observer? Oh, we've got some great stories that we've been working on lately. So we've got a company that started when a son started a red velvet cupcake company to support his mom while she was going through cancer treatments. Mom's doing okay, and the company has lived on it. In fact, Yesterday at our offices, we had a delivery of those red velvet cupcakes, and they are amazing. So, and you didn't share. I shared them with the staff. I did. <laughs> I'll try to share one virtually with you over there. There we go. Uh, we've also got the, the Riverview Chamber of Commerce is doing a taste of Riverview. This is a virtual event. You just have to put a hashtag, GRCC, um, taste of GRCC, and there's 40 restaurants participating, and they want people to tag to post, to show pictures of up to 40 different restaurants in Riverview, and there's prizes to be won, and it's just a lot of fun and another great booster for our local restaurants. And many uh, with more the, uh, With the explosive growth that we've had, you know, in East Hillsborough County, uh, you know, it's amazing that you can hold such an event like that, but I will tell you that one of the benefits of that growth is the amazing restaurants that have come into the area, you know, within the last five plus years or so, especially in Riverview. So good luck to the Riverview Chamber uh, with their virtual event. For more stories uh, like this and to find out what else is going on in your community, don't forget the best source is Osprey Observer. You can find all these stories and more at ospreyobserver.com. Until next time, I'm Johnny Torres with Editor-in-Chief Marie Gilmore. We thank you so much for watching. See you next time. Thank you.